You're listening to the Next Generation Gym Owners People and Profits Podcast, where we focus on taking your passion and turning it into your profits. Join us for interviews with business experts, industry influencers, and more. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Next Generation Cheer and Gymnastics Owners Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton, and today we are going to be talking about three things you absolutely must stop doing right now. Stop doing these three things right now. No excuses, cold turkey, we're done with them, and we're going to get into it. Before we get into the episode, make sure you've gone over to all-star cheer and gymnastics owners. If you are the owner of your gym, okay, request to join that group. Remember, you have to be a gym owner to do that. Please answer the membership questions. It helps us get you approved faster. If you are a gym owner and a coach or you're a coach and not an owner, head over to our all-star coaches and owners Facebook group where we are talking all things cheerleading, all things gymnastics, really, really great conversations there. Again, answer the membership questions. It helps us get you approved faster and not approve parents and things like that. We've had a number of parents requesting to join those groups, and we just want to make sure that that is just for coaches and owners. As a reminder, those Facebook groups, there is absolutely positively no advertising unless you are a sponsor of NextGen. So just keep that in mind. You have to be a sponsor of NextGen to advertise. And Last but not least, make sure you head on over to nextgenowners.com to sign up for our blogs and register for conference. You guys, conference is going gangbusters right now. People are already like registering 10, 15 people to come. We're going to sell out real quick, so make sure you don't miss out on the opportunity to get your tickets. If you love this episode or you know another owner who needs to hear this message, please share it with them. Let them know uh, what we're talking about and let them know the three things that they also need to stop doing right now. So there are lots of common mistakes in owning a business and being an entrepreneur. And those common mistakes are, it's a long list to be completely honest. And in this episode, we can't get into every single one of them, but we are going to get into three really big ones that are on my mind right now and are either frequent things I'm encountering in coaching calls where I'm talking to clients and they're struggling with these issues, or they are things that uh, I am hearing a lot about as I'm listening to other leaders in business, leaders as entrepreneurs, or things that I've personally struggled with that I am in the process of stopping doing or that I have completely stopped doing. And ha- it has made a very positive impact on my life and on my business. So what are the big three things? Well, number one, you've probably heard me talk about it before, multitasking. Number two, making marketing decisions based off of your subjective opinions. And number three, following the GSD mentality. Disclaimer, I am going to use a curse word in relation to the GSD mentality because it is in that initialism, but I'll get to that when we get to it. So if you need to bleep it out really quick, uh, I'll, I'll, I'm going to allude to the curse word. I'll try not to say it. All right, so let's get into each one of these and break it down and why it's so important that you stop doing these things. All right, so let's talk multitasking. Well, I've said it before in other episodes, I've said it in courses that I've given, but multitasking just doesn't 
work. It's not something that we are really capable of doing. What we're doing is task shifting. Now, some people can do that very, very quickly, and there are subconscious tasks and conscious tasks. Now, this goes into a couple different things. Um, if you've ever read the book, Thinking Fast and Slow, there is a lot of studies on uh, the brain and how there is a a part of the brain that allows you to process tasks that can happen behind the scenes and then the brain that requires cognitive ability to process them. So this is why you can walk and chew gum at the same time. Um, those are more subconscious tasks. So you can theoretically multitask those. This is why you could walk on a walking treadmill and still work efficiently on your computer. Uh, but there comes a point where you cannot do the two together. It would be much harder to uh, play a game of chess while also typing an email out and, and do it efficiently. Um, and there's been a number of studies that have gone into multitasking. And uh, there is is one that I read an example of in a book that was given at a conference, and I really should credit the people who who did this. Uh, I can't remember the name of the individual who did it at the conference. The book is Buying Back Your Time by Dan Martell. Wonderful book. I've been reading it. Uh, I've get, referred it to a couple clients. It's kind of a life-changing book, and, and some of the things I'm talking about are referenced in that book. In fact, two of them specifically are this and the GSD concept. So uh, full credit where credit is due there. But he brought in an expert at one of his conferences who was presenting on multitasking. And the first thing he did was he said, had them write down, um, multitasking doesn't work on a piece of paper. Just write it down, multitasking doesn't work. And he timed everyone when they did it. And they wrote it down and it took like seven seconds for the everyone to raise their hand and say they were done writing multitasking doesn't work. And then... From there, he said, now I'm going to give you another phrase. Now I understand. And he said, okay, so now what I want you to do is I want you to write down multitasking doesn't work and now I understand below it, but I want you to switch back and forth between the first letter and the first letter. So you would write M and then N and then U and then O, right? And you would have to switch between the two sentences going from the first letter to the second, first letter of the first sentence, first letter of the second sentence, second letter of the second sentence, second or first sentence, second letter of the second sentence. See, even I'm getting confused just talking about it. And he was doing it and he let it go for 90 seconds. And there was some people in the room who like had raised their hand that they were done. Um, but he pointed out, he said, if multitasking truly worked, if it took, if it took seven seconds to write one sentence, then if you could multitask between the two, it should have taken you 14 seconds, but it didn't because they were having to switch between thought processes, even though those thought processes were very, very similar, they're still just writing language, but they're switching between sentences and they're having to figure it out in a unique way. And it was inefficient. They got the job done. And this is where we as business owners really suck a lot of times is we switch back and forth between tasks. We're kind of task switching. So you're you're answering an email and then you're switching over and you're um, responding to a text message and then you're switching over and you're doing some billing and then you're switching over and you're enrolling someone in a class and you're working really inefficiently. So there is some 
some research and study to go into the the idea that it takes roughly 10 to 15 minutes to kind of settle into a groove and really get flowing with a particular concept. So moving away from multitasking and having 17 tabs open in your computer, which I'm guilty of sometimes. I I really try to just like dedicate my time though. I'm going to do this for 30 minutes or I'm going to do this for an hour and I'm just going to focus on that thing and get as many of them done as possible is much more efficient. And this is what is called time batching. Now, it's not the only way to manage your time, but it is a very effective way to manage your time. I'm going to be doing X thing for a certain amount of time. So like if I was really efficiently time batching today, I would be recording four podcast episodes over the course of an hour. I would say I have an hour to record podcasts and I would just go and I would record four different, you know, short 15 minute episodes and I would knock them all out and I would be batching my time. I would be doing a similar task all together. Now you might do a time batching where you go, Hey, I'm going to spend an hour and a half working on my class management system, or I'm going to spend an hour building email automations right now. I think those are a little bit low level tasks for the average business owner there. You could be delegating some of those things out, but still, if that is what you're doing, you're batching your time rather than I'm going to switch back and forth between class management, email, working on next year's packet, budgeting, working on the bank account, writing checks, and and you're scattered. And this is why if you're a business owner who feels like you're working all the time, but you're kind of spinning your wheels, oftentimes that's what's happening. And you really need to avoid those time sucks of getting on Facebook, getting on Instagram, uh, having like Netflix or something on in the background. I understand that there are people who can work with a, a mindless TV show on, but it is taking away from your efficiency. Music is known to enhance productivity, but there is no studies that show that having background television and background entertainment like that actually increases productivity. It may make you feel more comfortable, but it's going to be a distractor unless you're completely not listening to it. And then it's simply white noise. You could be turning on a fan to accomplish the same thing. Um, this is why you shouldn't be listening to an audio book at the same time that you're working. Uh, another just quick thing in, in regards to efficiency of time, you know, this is a stolen from Tony Robbins. This is something he talks about a lot, which is getting the most out of things you have to do and, and using that time more effectively. So this is where things like audiobooks, things like this podcast come into effect, where if you're mowing the lawn or driving to work and you have a 30 minute drive, listening to something and accomplishing something with that time beyond just driving is actually really productive. It's, it's making more out of your day versus um, using tasks that you have to do that are somewhat benign and fairly automated that allow you to be able to like think and utilize your brain and accomplish other things. So um, I, I highly, highly recommend like that you look into managing your time better, but you absolutely have to stop multitasking. Just stop it right now. It's impacting your productivity dramatically. It's stressing you out. It's actually negatively impacting the product that you put out. And you guys, this comes from, like, I will tell you, I came up. You all, if you listen to the podcast, you know, I've been, I was a police officer for 15 and a half, almost 16 years. And I still technically am. I'm on a leave of absence at the moment. And I will eventually probably go back as a reserve officer. So I'll still be 
in law enforcement, but the law enforcement world is all about, can you multitask? Can you handle multiple things at a different time? Can you drive a car, look at an MDT, talk on a radio, evaluate what's going on, be processing all those things. And multitasking is something we always talk about. But the reality is, is that we're doing similar tasks and some of them just switch to being more subconscious. So as I, as I do something more and more, I get a little bit better at it, but it doesn't mean it's highly efficient. So there, and we've learned that where now in law enforcement, we even will, when there, there's a big call coming on, uh, going on, we'll have an officer who will just park and like be on the computer and pulling up information and, and being kind of a secondary dispatcher because the guys who are driving guys and gals who are driving and working on the computer and talking on the radio and making tactical decisions and doing those different things, they can't actually process all of that information. And so, and it's dangerous because you can't truly multitask all of those things. Can you listen to a radio while you're also having a conversation? Yeah, but your, your brain is just keyed up to listen to keywords. So like, oh, my unit number came up or there's, there are things I listen to inflection of voice that tells me that I need to switch from paying attention to this person who's talking to me in person to listening to my radio because someone sounds panicked or stressed. So those are things that, uh, we, I have to overcome. And I, for a long time was like, I'm a great multitasker because I do that in my other profession. And I've learned it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Multitasking literally doesn't work. If you're curious, try the exercise I talked about, you know, time yourself writing multitasking doesn't work. And then without practicing at all, time yourself, hit the timer and write the sentences. Multitasking doesn't work again. And now I understand, but switch back and forth. First letter, first letter, second letter, second letter, third letter, third letter, and see how much longer it takes you. That, that will prove to you that multitasking doesn't work. Um, so I mentioned one of the things that sucks our time is getting onto Facebook, getting onto Instagram, getting onto TikTok, all those things. And this leads me to the second concept, which is stop making your marketing decisions based off of your subjective opinions. All right. I hear this all the time where people are like, well, I, I hate social media. I don't like it. So therefore I'm not going to use it in my gym or I hate, uh, I hate getting email marketing, so I'm not going to use email marketing because I don't personally like it. You're allowing your own personal subjective opinions to impact your decisions as a business owner. And that is not the right, that's not the right decision. You need to make marketing decisions based off of proven data-driven information. And the, the fact of the matter is social media does work. Social media marketing does work. Social media presence matters. And you don't even have to be paying money for social media marketing. You just need to be posting content. There is actually a shortage of content. People's attention is on social media. That's where people are spending their time. People are on Instagram they're on TikTok, they're on Facebook, they're on Twitter, they're on these different applications. And if you're not using them at all, then you are limiting your exposure. And exposure and getting in front of people's eyeballs consistently is an important thing. It doesn't always have to be sales. Just show people who you are, show people what your brand is, and be constantly promoting yourself and what you offer. Use reels, use Facebook reels, use YouTube shorts, use all of those different things to get in front of people's eyeballs 
constantly. So when they think of cheerleading in your area or gymnastics in your area, they think of you. That is then going to drive more engagement, more traffic to you and more business to you. And you don't have to always be selling. The bulk of stuff that you can accomplish with social media is free. Email marketing still works. It 100% still works. Facebook still works. Google AdWords still works. Is it as high of an ROI as it was 10 years ago when people didn't really know about it? No, it's not. Is TikTok a way to be marketing? Yes, it is. And now if you're like me, I, I don't have TikTok personally. I hate TikTok. I think it's I, you know, I'm one of those uh, old curmudgeons now where I'm like, social media is ruining the world. And it might be, but that's where people's attention are. And you can sit back and you can dig your heels in and you can say, I'm not going to do this thing. I, you know, social media is ruining the world. And you can be that old business that was like, I'm not going into TV advertising. That's a bunch of nonsense. Everyone's listening to the radio. But if you get into it, and you use it efficiently, it's going to pay off in the long run. And at the end of the day, you're going to lose that battle because you're making that decision from a pure personal perspective, not what's actually happening in the world. So stop allowing your personal opinion and the things that you personally don't like to impact how you engage with your clients. Okay. You may not like it, but people buy things online. People engage with social media. People watch videos. The, the bulk of people are getting up in the morning and they're scrolling Facebook and they're scrolling Instagram. And if you notice, people are getting to the end of their feeds a lot faster than they used to uh, unless they follow a ton of people because organic content isn't being posted as frequently anymore and or not as not frequently enough for people to consume it all. This is why you see similar videos and similar ads and similar recommended stuff based off of what people have engaged with. And Instagram and Facebook is always learning about you. TikTok is definitely always learning about you. And so they're referring more information to you. Like I got a golden retriever for my kids for Christmas uh, last year and Suddenly now like my Facebook feed or, or my Instagram feed is like all these pictures and videos of golden retrievers. And it's because I've Instagram knows I stop and watch them because they're funny and they're or they're cute. And it's I'm sure it's because my phone was listening to me and heard me talking about golden retriever a number of times. And then Instagram gets that information and then, you know, arbitrages it out and then focuses on sending me that content. Now, you can be doing the same thing and it doesn't always have to be paid. Like just the hashtags that you're putting in things and the the usage you're putting, uh, the recommendations you're putting in your videos and all those things are going to drive eyeballs to your content. So use social media, use your website, use email, and you've got to stop making decisions about what you're going to market and what you're going to do from a marketing perspective based off of your own personal subjective beliefs. It is negatively impacting how much you're putting your brand out there. Number three is following the GSD mentality. Now, GSD stands for get sh done, right? Get S-H-I-T done is what GSD uh is. And this is a mentality that was frequently talked about uh, 
all over the business world. There are books that reference it. Um, I'll be honest. I had a business coach early on uh, that this was his thing. I mean, he like put it on t-shirts. He put it on mugs. I still have mugs that say GSD on them. And this is absolutely positively a bad mindset. Get out of this mindset right now away because this is that perpetual grind mindset, right? No matter what you're doing, as long as you're GSD, you're you're doing the right thing. You're being an entrepreneur and that's going to lead you to burnout. That's going to lead you to down a bad path of working 90 hours a week, uh, weeks constantly neglecting your family and just throwing everything into the business. And while I think there are potentially times to do that in life, it's pretty rare. Uh, and do things need to get done? Yes, but it doesn't always have to be you. And that was kind of the attitude, right? If this GSD attitude of like the owner is the hardest working, they're always pushing, they're always grinding, they're always hustling. Now, are you going to potentially have, can someone potentially lap you or surpass you if they are the entrepreneur that does that thing? Yeah, maybe, maybe if they're really, really efficient and they're great at all those things, but it's, also very possible that that GSD mentality is going to cause them to engage in bad behaviors. They're going to burn out. They're going to not deliver as consistently. Whereas if I work really, really hard for five hours in a day and I'm incredibly productive for that entire five hours, is that better than someone who is 25 or 30% effective for nine hours. And I would argue that five hours of 100% productivity is much better than nine to 10 hours of 30 to 40% where I'm switching back and forth and I'm just trying to get all the things done and I'm not delegating. And I just really want you all to get away from that GSD mentality. It's not healthy. It's not good for you. It doesn't really work. It works for a few very small segment of people and you need to avoid it. So just eliminate that from your mentality. Eliminate that from your vocabulary. Do not use it. It's bad news uh, and I don't recommend it. And again, that's also referenced in the the Dan Martell book. I've talked about it before. Um he mentions it in his book and I, you know, reading it, I was like, yes, absolutely. I fully agree with this. Thank you um, for that confirmation. Uh, so just eliminate that. Stop doing the GSD thing. It doesn't work. So these three mistakes are really common. Uh, in fact, some of them have quite literally been promoted by so-called experts or gurus uh, throughout the industry. But the fact is these are kind of like fad diets, right? They're just bad advice that maybe worked for a couple people, um, but are really just a bunch of nonsense. They're not backed by any sort of evidence. It just worked in a particular, you know, isolated circumstance for a couple people, and it's not actually a prescription for long-term business health or business effectiveness, right? Multitasking was talked about by people. I had people who talked about it at conferences. Here's how to effectively multitask. I've had people talk about marketing and suggest things from just their personal opinions that aren't based on any sort of relevant facts. And certainly I already mentioned the GSD concept and how that was promoted all over the place. So when you're getting business advice, make sure that people are basing it in evidence and they're not just basing it in like their opinion and their thoughts, but they actually have other people that they're citing and referencing, or they have experiences or they have like empirical evidence to show that this really, really works. Simply going off of someone's subjective beliefs is not likely to get you 
consistent and repeatable results. So if you have someone talking to you being like, this is the only way to do it, right? Business and business uh, the way you do business is going to vary a little bit by demographic to demographic, location to location. What motivates people in one area may not motivate people in another. And I mean, I'm talking in areas within your country as well. There can be differences just from a local area, right? Like if I go and market in Portland, Oregon, and I'm using uh, stuff talking about the Dallas Cowboys, like I'm not, I'm going to be sh- limiting my market. People don't care as much as if I was in Dallas, Texas versus if I'm in Portland and I'm marketing using stuff related to the Portland Trailblazers, then I'm actually going to get more eyeballs. People are going to be more interested in it. So you do actually have to consider your demographics. Now, there are some tried and true methods that work, right? Social media works. Um, but what you're putting out there now needs to come with a little bit of nuance. So there are some things that are like, yes, do this. You, you got to have a website, right? That's like, it works in every demographic. Websites are the way of the future. Social media is the way of what we're doing right now. They're the way of today. Um, so make sure that you are taking advantage of those things, but also knowing that if people are just saying, do it this way and only this way, they better have a really good reason and good evidence of why you need to do it that way beyond just like, well, I really think this is going to work. This is my this is my thought on what's going to happen. They might be right, right? They might be correct, but they also could be wrong because they're basing it off of subjective beliefs and reading of the tea leaves. This is one of the things that makes next gen so cool because we take all of the evidence of all of our clients, everyone who's working across the US, Canada, the United Kingdom, Australia, and we're bringing that information together to find the things that work the best and then coach our clients how to do those. Now, we have definitely things that we've tried and are, are tried and true methods that do work. And they work really, really well. They've worked in all of the owner's businesses. They've worked in all of the coaches' businesses, and they're incredibly effective. But as we continue to grow and continue to learn, we're taking more information from all of the gyms we work with, from Jackrabbit, from iClass, from the industry experts. We're taking all that information, we're compiling it, and then we're disseminating it to you. And so this is one of the things that we think is really cool about what we do. So you get tried and true methods from NextGen versus just kind of these like subjective willy-nilly just go and do this thing. So our strength is in our community. Our strength is in our academy of all the members who are in our academy getting coaching, providing all that data and feedback. And we actually get a lot of data and information from our clients, which helps us further refine our processes and our recommendations. So if you're looking to get some of these ideas and some of these recommendations, you got to come to conference. I know I plug it every single event, but you got or every single podcast, but you got to come to our conference June 23rd through the 25th in Dallas, Texas. It's going to be amazing. We're going to have a bunch of presenters. It's it's going to be phenomenal. So make sure you get there. So as you grow as a business owner, you're going to have all sorts of advice that comes out there and some of them are some of it is good advice some of it is bad advice and like i said there are numerous lots and lots and lots of things that i think you shouldn't be doing as a business owner but these 3 are the things that you absolutely have to stop doing right now so leaving this episode i want you to pick the one thing of the 3 that you need to you need to stop doing right now so like prioritize which one are you the worst at And from there, what I want you to do is 
I am inviting you to send me an email or a Facebook message, reach out to me, and I'm going to help hold you accountable. If you take advantage of this, I will send you an email or a message uh, once a week for a month. All right. I will send you an email or message once a week for a month and say, and, you know, check in with you, see how you're doing and remind you to stay accountable to your thing that you're going to stop doing the one of the three. If you just say all three, I can try and help. It's going to be hard to quit all three at the exact same time, but pick the worst one and I will reach out to you. I will help hold you accountable. I will just remind you, Hey, you got this. Don't quit. Remember we're not multitasking, you know, prioritize your time, batch your time. Uh, or whatever it is that you need to work on, I will help you. So you can email me at dan at nextgenowners.com or you can Facebook message me. It's Dan Cotton on Facebook. I'm the bald man in a suit. I'm smiling. Uh, if you if you're seeing my face on YouTube, you know what my face looks like. So friend request me, shoot me a message. I'm happy to help be a part of your journey with you and help you stop doing these three things in your business right now. All right. If you love this episode, you got to check out the Let's Talk Cheer podcast with Jason Larkins. He's my friend. He's phenomenal. He has great content, great interviews, great episodes. So make sure you check those out. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with another gym owner. Share it with someone who needs to stop doing these three things and can get better as an entrepreneur and as a business owner. And with that, we will catch you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Next Generation Gym Owners People and Profits Podcast. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, click the link in our description to apply. If you're interested in joining NextGen, visit our website at www.nextgenowners.com. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks for listening.